You are listening to The Paradigm Shift once again. Uh, we are back for our Friday slot, uh, joining you on your lunchtime. Uh, today we are going to be talking uh, about the celebratory or um, indignation-filled day um, that we had on Tuesday, uh, Invasion Day, Australia Day, um, however you uh, prefer to call it. So we should probably give a general um, concept warning over the next hour if you... Um, will be offended by the fact that uh, we will be referring to the day consistently as Invasion Day, you might want to um, tune out now or keep listening and maybe um, expand your horizons. Who knows? Um, either way, we'd like to pay our respects first up um, to the um, traditional uh, owners of the land, uh, as we always do. And, um, yeah, this this kind of... This edition of the show is... Um, is yeah, really intended as a um, as an honouring to to those um, first Australians. Yeah, what have we got coming up today, Eliza? Yeah, we've got some some interviews from the day. Thomas and I both went to the Invasion Day events, which took place at Parliament House and then later at Musgrave Park. So we've got some interviews with some folks who um, who believe that the day is Invasion Day, as we do. Um, we've got some deadly music coming up, as they say. And we've got a duo coming in to have a chat to us and also to play some songs they played at Invasion Day. So that will be um, good value. I found actually when I was reading um, a bit of stuff last night, Thomas, that there's quite a few commentators who are quite happy to to criticise um, Invasion Day to some extent by saying, you know, it's too much flag waving, it's too much booze, it's too much meat, it's too much bare-chestedness. But um, I think the way that I think about it and the way that I think... Um, you know the people at Invasion Day events thought about it is it's not just a bad taste day it's actually a really offensive day because it does mark the day that um, Captain Arthur Phillip came to Sydney and started the first the first white or British settlement in Australia which of course was a convict settlement so it's a bit difficult to celebrate on a lot of different levels. Yeah and um, we should also be um, kind of will be clear from the start that we aren't suggesting that um, anyone who isn't indigenous and living in Australia um, shouldn't be here or should move somewhere else. That's often the first comment. I came up against that this weekend. Um, what are you, you um, suggesting that everyone who's not indigenous should just up and leave? Where are we supposed to go? And it's a shame, again, that um, we uh, are only conditioned into um, accepting one or the other sort of paradigm either that, you know, because this um, because we're owning up and wanting to acknowledge and, and kind of mourn over the fact that this tragedy happened um, and not just do it um, once as a kind of politi political statement and then forget about it. I don't believe it's something that should ever be forgotten about. Um, but at the same time, we're not suggesting that um, the only feelings out of that should be, gu should be guilt or... Um, negative feelings and um, particularly for um, people who aren't indigenous um, it was encouraging to see so many um, white and Anglo and, and other um, kind of ethnicities there on the on the invasion day rally on Tuesday and people standing in, in support and solidarity um, and I know that you know the, the, the elders who spoke really articulated that appreciation of that um, so yeah we're gonna um, hear some um, interesting points of view put across um, about the day about what it means to indi um, indigenous people that we spoke to um, we've got a variety of, of opinions that were expressed but firstly we're going to hear from a local musician um, this is River with a song that he wrote um, kind of addressing um, some of the issues he, he'll, uh, he'll introduce it you're listening to The Paradigm Shift yeah, and this is River, who you'll often see downtown in the West End sitting right near the Lizard so if you do see him 
Uh, often he's got a, his guitar case out, some, some money for his good tunes, and probably have a chat to him too. Enjoy this one. This is a song concerning um, today's uh, the celebration. I sh- I, um, I'd imagine the the indigenous side of uh, the story will come out in this song and um, uh, a song for the elders uh, and uh, does concern the um, the prime minister of the country over 50,000 years of peace of life, land and harmony where the sun shines bright upon sacred site. Once upon a time there was an original and an original law. Dreamtime days, them a sacred way. Thousand years of peace, of life, land, and harmony, where the sun shines bright upon sacred site. Woo! Woo! Oh, Aboriginal land. Changed that fate and the sun went down, Mr. Cook, upon sacred ground. Sacred soil was stained blood red, two hundred year, too many dead. Now you stand upon stolen land. Oh, Kevin Rudd, pay the rent. Living on borrowed time Whoa Aboriginal And you're standing on it The time has come for all to know what has been done. No more, no hide. Well, it's a genocide. Come together, many sing this song. Now, forever, let's right this wrong. No, we don't want pity. No, we want you to sign a treaty. Story of where we stand. 
So coming up on the show, since we're talking about um, Invasion Day, we're going to be, um, be listening to some interviews and some audio um, that we recorded on the on the rally and the march. Um, for those of you who there who were there, you'll be aware of the kind of um, uh, complications that were encountered with the local law enforcement um, authorities and how they were overcome uh, fairly fairly nonviolently. Would you say, Eliza? Uh, yep. There was basically Campbell Newman and the council said that. Um, the Invasion Day rally couldn't march across the Victoria Bridge and that created a lot of ire as people might be able to imagine with the people who had showed up to um, to assert that this was Invasion Day and that there has been no treaty and there has been no land signed over so that was um, that, that directive was promptly disregarded and we did actually make it across the bridge so that was nice if you do want to do want to say that that's inappropriate especially on evasion day you can contact campbell newman the lord mayor brisbane lord mayor at gpo box 2287 brisbane queensland 4001 gpo box 2287 even better give him a call 340 or write him a fax 340 during business hours i'm sure um we'll put that up as well it's it's quite disgusting it was quite disgusting really to hear that that was the policy on the day and it had something to do with the large sum of money that was required for insurance or other purposes yeah thousands and thousands of dollars which um yeah clearly uh, no one from the grassroots community organizations who came together to um to march on that day um were you know would have been able to um to pay um, and also there was a lot of confusion around them um, being told that they were going to need to march across the Goodwill Bridge and then they could march across the South Bank Bridge if they stayed on the footpath and then it was just a lot of um, kind of toing and froing and lack of clarity but thankfully the kind of um, presence of people power once again prevailed. So we're going to listen to a couple of interviews now. These are um, Indigenous people talking about their perspectives of, of Invasion Day, Tuesday the 26th of January this year. I've marched every year since I can remember. We actually, like, we teach our kids that we don't celebrate Australia Day. We mourn Australia Day because um, they're celebrating the colonisation of European ways and stuff. Yeah, so I teach my kids about more of the Aboriginal history and what goes on in the backyard, really. What are your experiences of marching? It's my second year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um... No, I don't really it's like not. Australia Day because, <laughs> like, you see white people walking around with their little Australian flags and then they're actually um, celebrating Aboriginals dying. Yeah, and this is a big part of us, you know, of our, like, of our culture. This is a big part of us. Invasion Day is a big part? Yeah, yeah. Why is that? It's, um... Uh, because we get to kind of like come together peacefully and um, it's just a nice, it's like a day of mourning for us. So everything's so pretty peaceful, nice and yeah, peaceful for us today. Yes. But it's kind of like if we went down to that march, they'd be like screwing our faces up at them like, oh gosh, you know. But yeah, we like to keep this day separate from the other perspective of Australia Day. So it's like a sad day, but it's a day when you can come together? Yeah, come together and share the pain. Yeah, because shared pain is always is less pain. Yeah, so 
And how do you like the march? Is this the second? This is the second time you've been on the march. How does it feel? It feels good to be with your people and um, to talk the truth. And like people, some people don't like it. Like when we was marching, I seen other people's faces screw up. They just don't like the truth. What do you think non-Aboriginal people could do to make to make this day? Um, I don't know, better for Aboriginal people or... Maybe they could have a separate day <laughs> for Australia Day. Um, they shouldn't call it Australia Day, they should change it to Invasion Day. <laughs> yeah, and have a whole other day for Australia Day to celebrate what Australia has become, not, not celebrate the past. Yeah, celebrate what... Like, celebrate how they actually got here. They should celebrate the future and build... They should change the whole meaning about Australia Day. Yeah, yeah, the whole meaning. And change it so people can know the truth. Put the truth in Australia Day, not, not you know, not the truth. <laughs> Cutting bits out. If there is going to be a national day which is inclusive of everybody, what do you think? Do you have any ideas on when that could be? It could be, instead of Australia Day, we could have just, it could be Survival Day for the Indigenous people, so everyone would understand about Survival Day, but we also have a multicultural month as well, so why couldn't Australia Day, the name, the actual, uh, the subjects that surround Australia Day be put into multiculturalism? And have this day for uh, for the indigenous people and for everyone to kind of like respect the true past. Keep that this day for that and multiculturalism for Australia Day. Yeah. Yeah. That was a. Uh Bronwyn and Marissa from Southside Education who we'll so hopefully be talking to a bit more in the future talking about their perspectives of Invasion Day. And uh, next up we're going to hear a bit of audio from the end of the um, Invasion Day rally and some uh, elders speaking from the stage. Uh, Sam Watson um, is one of those. Uh, and then we'll hear an interview with a kind of um, prominent Indigenous activist as well expressing his views um, of hope um, yeah, which I found surprising, but yeah, it's um, he had a really great take on on why there should be um, hope, uh, kind of as a central part to uh, to to this day for Indigenous people. But today, walking through that and walking with your people, I'm very proud. Gives me hope. And young people today, you give us hope. Without hope, we go down. Too black, too strong. I want to thank all our, our non-Indigenous friends and supporters. I want to thank all these young people. That is one of the big highlights over there at Parliament House, the number of young people who stood forward and spoke up. Thank you very much. And I want to thank our mob from Musgrave Park here, Musgrave Park Cultural Centre, for uh, running the, the concert and everything. So thank you very much for all your hard work. And I know we're going to have a great day. Thanks, Musgrave Park. Yeah, my name's Wayne Coco Wharton. I'm a Cooma man, and um, I've been an activist basically all my life. What does today mean to you? What does this day mean to you? What do you? Today basically means to me is 
basically reaffirming myself with my community, um, you know, with the broader Brisbane community, and with um, like-minded people, whether they be um, non-Aboriginal people or not. You know, um, a lot of um, uh, white Australians, a lot of immigrant Australians, and basically standing together in the hope of... And, Basically, is a day of hope, really. A day of perpetuating hope that um, with the like-minded people that we can come together on, on better days. Like, you know, we don't... Well, I don't personally disagree with Australia Day, but it could be a, pick a better day. You know, maybe the 27th of May, the anniversary of the 1967 referendum, where we actually become citizens of Australia. Maybe that would be a more appropriate day to have citizenship awards and, and people coming together. And I guess the other thing is the flag, you know, and making it more inclusive. Um, and that, you know, that flag represents a lot of um, injustices that were done to my people. You know, it wasn't under the Union Jack that people's wages were stolen. It wasn't under the Union Jack that um, uh, missions were set up. It wasn't under the Union Jack that bloody um, genocide was you know, practised against my people. It wasn't... Um, and removals and, and that, you know, all this sort of stuff happened under under that federation, under that Commonwealth Union. So today's basically a day of hope um, where we can get together and hopefully go forward. What do you feel about the way that, you know, the Australia Day, as it's called, um, the kind of mainstream uh, celebrates it currently, like what we saw going on at South Bank? And I think it just fuels the rednecks. I think it fuels... The way that it's, it's organised, the way that it's geared at, it just feels the ignorant redneck people that want to perpetuate colonialism. That's in a nutshell what it does at the present. What, what I'd hope to see down the track is become more encompassing and where you know, Australians basically can celebrate something that's um, inclusive for all people. Could you just recap for us what happened today? There was some well, confusion around where we were told we couldn't or Yeah, well, apparently, march and... apparently the, we've marched across that bridge for the last 20 years, 30 years, and to have the likes of Campbell Newman say to the police that we weren't allowed to march on our regular route that we've been walking for 20 years. Now, he, he's just shown his racist cards you know, he, 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 ever since he's been in office he's been negative towards any initiative towards um, indigenous um, I guess cultural displays whether it be the, the actual cultural centre here or the use of Musgrave Park and he's further shown that today that um, we're targeting Kimball you know, we're going to come for him and we want to go to his next council meeting we want to know why he undermined something that has worked for the last 20 years and I think that was a direct act of um, provocation that he provoked us into it and he tried to use the police in a manner to um, incite um, physical harm to our people and um, I think that, that's something he's got to answer for and I think it's something that every one of his councillors that supported that resolution or that decision to divert that march after 20 years has to answer to. And I think it was a very dangerous situation, very irresponsible situation, and it was a provocative move to enforce the police, to have the police enforce those, those provocative measures. And so, and what happened at the bridge? The police tried to yes, stop there's people? A number, there's a number of police there. We've got photos, we've got names, uh, where they've actually tried to physically uh, harm some of our younger fellas and provoke them into physical violence. 
and this is what I hold, don't hold the police completely responsible, I hold Campbell Newman and the councillors that supported that resolution directly responsible for any damage that happened to any of our children today or young people, he's solely responsible and he should be taken to task for it. You're listening to The Paradigm Shift with Thomas and Eliza. We're listening to some participants from the Invasion Day events that happened, surprisingly enough, on the same day as what people call Australia Day. This is a local artist called Trix, and he is going to do a tune called Australian Black Original, which is an acronym of ABO, which is a, um, a word that he's reclaimed for this song. After that, we're going to hear him talking at the Invasion Day rally about his perspective of the day. Tricks, gonna tell Australia Australian Black Original T-R-I-K-S Better remember me Mr. A-B-O, a race individual This is how I roll Whatever you're getting lyrical, I'm stopping hip-hop flow So bounce to the beach, yo A-B-O, Australian Black Original Mr. A-B-O, a race individual This is how I roll Whatever you're getting lyrical, I'm stopping hip-hop flow So bounce to the beach, yo A-B-O, Australian Black Original I'm an individual, and myself at least I'm proud Aboriginal, from the Burba Southeast It's only game I spit, and I'll be rolling legit North, South, East, the West, the people know me as tricks I ain't got no clip but I come down, that's on a bitch and that trick I couldn't be pumping on my beatbox mix And the battles are winning, our boss flows every minute My lyrics be stable, and the turntables are spinning All these rations are hating, but not stopping me I write my own lyrics and I do the corroboree For a hater on tricks, then it's your fault, bro Just because I'm an Aboriginal, the six of my culture, you know it ain't no same Murray hip-hop, I sing, I'm a brother always ready to roll all bang When we do my Murray hip-hop, I stick to my basics This goes out to all the haters that are racist Mr. ABO, a race individual this is how I roll. Whatever getting lyrical, I'm stopping hip hop flow. So bounce to the beach, yo. ABO, Australian Black Original. This the ABO, a race individual. This is how I roll. Whatever getting lyrical, I'm stopping hip hop flow. So bounce to the beach, yo. ABO, Australian Black Original. Now you know how I roll. Whatever you bustin' worry flow. Cause I'm always in the hurry, boy. Traction studios. I'm sick of these people being racist. Corner sad bowls. So I'll show them the real deal. I'm already hip hop gold. At the time of being racist, it was pretty physical. Hell again. And I was good, I was lyrical, was one hit smacking for I'd rather stay original Me, I'm like individual, I'll try, I'm like original People judging my reason, that book by its cover Think we all do drugs and alcohol and bash one another But we ain't like that, nah, we got respect for each other We're not related, but we're still classes, sisters and brothers Trick 12 here, but this is an invitation You don't need a degree or rapper or any qualification I'm a step in representing for this Murray Hip Hop Nation We're having a celebration when we get some reconciliation This the ABO, a race individual This is how I rule, whatever you get Red Ward, that's my colors that I be representing. You know, loud and proud. I'm already hip hop, I shout. Yes, what am I about? Ever since I'm a little teen, I've been keeping it clean. Making up my own styles and my own lean. This is how I roll. I put the trick in it, and it's the consolation to the haters. I make my rap crystal discrimination. Yeah, it got me into this. It only gave me inspiration to kick it ass tricks. I could bust a free fall to a digit classics and such a multicultural nation that I'll never call quick. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, what's up? My name is Trix, a.k.a. the Trickstar from the South Side of Woodridge. I'm here at um, Musgrove Park, Rage Against Racism Day. Yep. So what do you think about 26th of January and the way it's celebrated in this country? Well, the way it's celebrated, it's celebrated in a couple of different ways, but, of course, coming from 
an indigenous like a uh, Aboriginal point of view. Um, the way we celebrate it, I reckon, is pretty good. Like for the community to come together and have like another mini NATO. Yeah. And uh, what are your thoughts about Invasion Day? Invasion Day. Oh, that's a big one, eh? Um, without touching any racism points and all that type of stuff, but um, how could I say it? It's like some people see it as Australia Day, but for a lot of the Indigenous people, we'll see it as Invasion Day. And um, it's, it's sort of a hard one to speak on, you know, yeah. coming from my political point of view. Yeah. But just the way it's celebrated... Um, well, you speak about it pretty well in your music, though. Yeah, my music would say more. Yeah. I just got to turn that off. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, my music would say more. Yeah. I express myself better through music. That's why uh-huh. I do it. That's my self-expression. Want to give us a verse then to express it? A verse for four triple Z. Um, I could say something like um, <clears throat> yeah, a, cor- a chorus. You know, written by a friend, my friend too. Lesson them say, I'll spit the chorus and I'll spit a verse. It goes um. Picture the name, picture the pain, picture the shame, picture people's positions, picture the chains, picture the past, picture the path, pick it apart, let pictures appear, so paint a piece in the pot, picture me lyrically, go and flow this game, instinctively, lyrically, you might know my name, it be tricks, I'm so hot that I roll with flames, not even the strongest man alive, go hold my pain, so picture people's positions, the way they be living, they get what's given, it's rhythm from Brisbane, I'm spitting that wisdom, people know when I was growing up, I was the loudest kid, cause I got something to say, and that's just how it is, like where them cowards live, you know my sound can give, the same mark on Australia just like John Howard's biz, a characteristic stereotyping, they put on my people, black fellas to this day, don't get treated as equals, they wonder why we stressed out, always run around lethal, culture lost, stolen, generation affected my people, discrimination, hating, faking, debating, and waiting, I'm making their pieces to the puzzle with this picture on Peyton, yeah, tricks, peace. What are you, what's your experience of this day, like the 26th of January? Well, um, so far my experience of this day has been um, really good. Um, considering all the people marched in this heat, that, that's, that shows signs of, um, you know, people wearing their hearts on their shoulder and knowing the truth and, and representing for it, which is the big thing, you know. Um, and also the, the, there's more, what can I say, um, white people here and that's good to see you know what I mean because then you know that um, something good is happening you know what I mean like um, we can talk to each other and friendships are made relationships are made you know and invasions days are good because it, it shows the other side of the story and growing up in school every kid's taught about um, you know settlers and Captain Cook coming in but they never ever told the kids about um, Aboriginal people and, and how they were treated and how they were um, just fully just murdered and moved off of their land and the land grab is still happening today and so when we can get here we can have a day where we can listen to the, the, the black fellas we have in, in politics we can listen to the elders and they're all up on the microphones telling us keeping us strong and informing us things that you know we may didn't actually realize you know um, but them as elders they're more well they're older so they they see more things than us young fellas do. We're just cruising around, you know what I mean? So Invasion Day is a good day to learn about your culture, learn about Aboriginal issues in Australia, you know, and, and get it straight from the horse's mouth, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a good day where we can 
um, be truthful about it all. And I think it's good to have an Invasion Day because then the people that are um, supporting Australia Day, they can understand and see that there's another side to the story and then they can find within themselves what they want to represent. And I can see all the people up here smile and represent in this this heat, like this is this heat, man, is killing me. But I'm here representing. All right, peace to the to the world, man, and and um, upwards for the Aboriginal people in this country and get that land back. And um, we'll heal our people, man. Peace. <laughs> Today means to me is that it really comes back down to Invasion Day, rape, killed, murdered, all our mob. As a young young person growing up, it still eats me away because I do traditional song and dance in North Shore Island, listen to all my grandfathers and that. And to come to a march today like this and see, you know, a lot of white fellas around, not being racist, but a lot of white people and, and the police still don't pay attention to what Australia Day really means. You know, they're celebrating, you know, what's there really to celebrate to the white fellas. Australia Day to them is they either invaded our mob, raped our people, took over our land, and it's hard for us to get it back until we make stands like this today. And that's that's why I come here today to um, rally, protest, just just because I can I can feel the tension in the air from my great grandparents and that yeah from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how did it feel today on the bridge once you once uh... when I when I got past that police when I seen the police barrier there. All I could think was, I'm taking this road, this bridge. This bridge is ours, you know. Once, once Uncle Sammy said back at the start, we're not meant to cross this bridge, but we're going to cross this bridge. This land's ours. And I agree to that. We will walk wherever we want to walk. We will do whatever we want to do. You know, and, and if anyone's going to stop us, then they're going to have to put up with, you know, what, what's in front of them. And as an Indigenous person of myself, I will, I will stand up for it, you know. As, he, as being the young fella, the future, that's all we have to do. Yeah. Stand up for our mob. Uh, you are listening to the Paradigm Shift on 4ZZZ 102.1, and today we are featuring um, an Invasion Day um, special. Uh, we went out to the rally on Tuesday, um, which, as Eliza said, was coincidentally the same day as Australia Day, um, and we went out and uh, kind of in solidarity and spoke to a uh, number of Indigenous um, crew in the in the park at Musgrave um, at the R- uh, Rage Against Racism concert um, after the rally, and uh, you've been hearing them uh, kind of give their opinions on, on, on their experiences of the day so at the beginning of the run there we heard um, a track from uh, local um, hip hop artist Trix who's based down in Woodridge uh, with ABO Australian Black Original and he um, there was an interview with him and then we also heard from um, Jeremy and Patrick uh, giving their experiences of, uh, of what happened on Tuesday on the rally and why they feel it's important to mark Invasion Day in the way that they did so we're just going to hear our um, final interview now and um, this is um, with a, an elder um, Caroline um, she's campaigning uh, a lot around um, land rights and, uh, and those sorts of issues. So, um, yeah. My name's Caroline Bonabray, and I'm a traditional owner. I'm from the Jager people. And today, for me, is just a remembrance of my forefathers. And my apical ancestor is, uh, what, great-great-great-grandfather camped here at Musgrove Park. His name was Moppy. And I don't celebrate Australia Day. I feel like an alien in my own country. Because to me, it's like we have to struggle for everything. 
nothing comes easy. And, you know, for wider Australia out there to think that we do get everything, we don't. We're involved with native title. And negotiating it is is very, to me, it's very stressful. It's like you're fighting for every dollar that you can get. And people think it comes easy, but it doesn't. We just don't get handouts. And compensation is very small. And yet to, to get a hold of what little that we get, we have to work very hard for it. It's just like a business person going in to negotiate a deal. That's how we go in. And we work very hard at it. And for the little that we've got, they still want to take from us. And that's got to help our people and help our next generation for the future. So the little that we've got, we've got to plan and think, well, what are we going to do with it and how are we going to spend this money? And one of the... The Jagra traditional owner native title claim is one of the strongest claims, but it, it's also one of the most organised claims in southeast Queensland. And the three groups, the Jagra, the Yagra and the Yagarapal people, we all work very hard and we work as a... Some of them might not like each other, but we stick together because the little that we're going to get out of native title, we know is going to help us and help the future of our children. So today reminds me of our struggle towards, towards that. So you said you don't celebrate Australia Day. What, um, what do you think about the, the way that it is celebrated in the mainstream? Um... To, me, to me, Australia Day reminds me of the White Australian Act. And that will never leave me. Until we make a change for Australia Day, Australia Day has to encompass the traditional people of this country, the custodians. And I feel it's very tokenistic. And I've, I love Australia, this is my home, and I'm proud to be an Australian, but I'm also very proud to be an Aboriginal. Until, I brought a t-shirt today for $20. And Australia has a very black history. And I've always been taught that if you've done something very wrong, you must go back and fix it because your life will never go on. And so there will always be a black and white thing in this country. And that's not right, it shouldn't be, because a lot of us are multiracial. And, you know, my children are born to a white father. So they're both sides of the coin. So it's very sad that, that they have to choose. And they have, they've chosen to follow their mother. And it's not because of politics, it's because of the sadness and the sadness of their past. And our past will never be happy until one of the governments tends to look within their conscience and start to make some difference in this country. And that's including us sincerely, not as tokens. And what would you like to see... Um in the future, like this, the way that this day is marked, what do you think would be uh, more appropriate? Well, I don't want apologies from all you white people. You know, it's not your fault. What I want is, is I want us to be embraced as the true people of this nation. 
I feel that other cultures that come into this country are embraced in, in a more sincere way than we are. And I, I feel, like I said before, I feel like an alien. I don't know, a lot of my people do. And, I, and if there's one thing I can't handle, it's lies. Don't lie to us and don't lie to the new people that come in. We should be the forerunners. We should be out there to welcome the new people into this country. I'm not talking about people of the community. I'm talking about the traditional owners of this country. Yeah? We've got historical people that live in our community. They're not the traditional owners. I love them and I care for them and I care for the, the fight that they're having today too, which is to also save our cultural centre. It's got a history in itself and we need to hold on to that. And as a traditional owner, I'm hoping that I can meet with all the other traditional owners of South East Queensland and maybe save that building. You're listening to The Paradigm Shift. It's uh, going on about 12 to 1. That was Caroline speaking about her perspectives of uh, Invasion Day. We've got a couple of special guests in the studio. Um, these guys were actually playing in the background while those interviews were going on. Anisha Hunt and James Fagai. Is that correct? That's correct, yep. Do you want to say hi? <laughs> say hi again. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in, guys. So you, right. so you played on Invasion Day? Yes, we did. Yeah. Do you want to introduce your um, act? Like, what, what do you do? And yep. We're um, currently just a duo, just of Anisha and myself. We're called um, In Need of Sleep, and um, our inspiration is our 13 or soon-to-be 14-month-old uh, son. Um, so that's the inspiration for our title. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah, we don't get much sleep these days. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, many sleepless nights. How long have you been playing together? Oh, we've been playing together probably, gosh, nearly two years now, sort of on and off, but we've been doing mm. it seriously probably the last um, few months, getting out there and looking for gigs and starting to write um, originals together because before that like we've both been in bands and written our own music but with other people so we're just starting to write together now which is really fun mm. and what's um so you played at invasion day what's your perspectives of invasion day um my perspective of invasion day well i i more consider it um survival day well that's what how i like to celebrate it because i think like it's sort of there's two separate parts to it because the invasion is, is the part that you sort of you know you pay respects to and um you know pay respects to the people that, that passed on invasion day and like um it's well it the sort of the whole mass killing and everything started from then so you pay respects to that but then i also think it's really great to be able to celebrate the survival of a culture and i'm just so proud to be a part of that and i think it's a great thing to be able to celebrate that even after all the everything that we went through, that we were put through, um, that we made it through. Yeah, and that's definitely something you, I saw on the day and that we heard when we were talking to people is that dual, that dual sort of idea. You yeah. know, one of it is recognition of everything that's happened over the past 220 years and also a, a gratefulness or a, or a, um, or a happiness for, yeah, for definitely. having the culture and the people survive. Yeah. yeah. So is that that's the first time you played at Invasion Day event? Oh, for me it was, yes. Yeah, I've I've played at a few um yeah, events uh before but uh yeah, not not together. Um Nisha and I as a as a duo, but yeah. 
we actually only heard about the Rage Against Racism a few days beforehand and so we thought, yeah, this is definitely something we want to be involved in and rang up Musgrave Park Cultural Centre and said, well, have you got room for us? We'll come down and, yeah, donate mm. our time. Yep. And uh, that's what we did. I thought it was great for the first time. You know, it was the first time that they've held the concert and um, apparently they've got plans to make it nationwide next year, which I think mm. would just be awesome. Did we talk about the Dreaming or was that off air? That I think I was off air, was actually. It? Okay. <laughs> so I uh, heard you were playing at the Dreaming. Yeah, we did. Uh, we're, we're playing this year. Um, it's funny about that because um, we actually applied for, for the Dreaming uh, last year and then we kind of forgot, it, forgot that we even applied for it. And then, I uh, think it was because we were too busy changing nappies and making yeah, bottles and all that sort of stuff throughout so the year and then it was like... Kind of wasn't the priority, yeah, no. <laughs> music and festivals and all that sort of stuff. But but we've been itching to go for, for quite a while now, but um, yeah, just because of, of, of Bub and doing, doing the family thing. I think um, it's going to be like a great launching pad for our original music and mm. hopefully we'll have a single recorded by then so we'll be able to you know, get some music out there to people they like our stuff but yeah it's good because uh yeah because we we kind of forgot about that that we'd even applied for it and then we it's got nice an surprise. email yeah a couple of months ago saying that we were in so no we're, we're we we feel privileged to be able to play the the, the dreaming um so it's a, it's a it's a great festival so we're, we're really looking forward to it and i guess your bob gets in for free that's right yeah, well there's that too Sweet. <laughs> i guess you get in for free as well wouldn't you yeah yeah <laughs> we've got friends performing there so they'll also be part-time babysitters while yeah. we're on stage yeah, <laughs> yeah good yeah mm. so what track are you going to play for us today live in the studio Oh, this song is actually really, really, really new, and it's so new that we don't even have a title for it yet. Um, so if you think of a really good title, you can let us know. Um, but yeah, this song, it's... Well, it's inspired a bit of... Um, because we knew that, you know, Survival Day, you know, slash Invasion Day was coming up, and so it's um, partly based on that and um, how we were feeling around the time. So, untitled. <laughs> yep. Okay, you ready? Yep, let's go. <laughs> I'm a Barkindji girl from the Murray and the Darling, Burke, Mildura, and Mulcanya's where I'm hailing from. I've been around and I've seen this gamma nation. They're trying to push my people into obliviation. With all the deaths in custody, you're too heartless to be sorry. You lock us up in mission so that we won't be a worry. You use intimidation instead of reconciliation. But your ignorance will be the undoing of your total domination. Try to knock me down, but I'll keep standing up. Try to hold me back, but I will never stop. of so-called social acceptance i'm sick of all the idiocy and lack of common sense if we were all blind would we still be filled with hate yet now we are filled with hate because we are blind take a step back and take on no matter where we come from we're all going back to the ground instead of seeing differences see the similarities instead black green white yellow polka dot we all gonna bleed red try to knock me down but i'll keep standing up try to hold me back i will never stop Hold me back, but I will never stop. I will make 
genocide. We celebrate survival and a deep cultural pride with respect for our elders whose lives were taken away. We carry their love and courage with us so that we won't be afraid. Red, black and yellow are the colors that we're flying, not the red, white and blue of a cultural fabrication. Teach our children no shame and to hold their heads high and we'll be a step closer to the abolishment of racial segregation. You've got a um, like a bit of a hip-hop thing going on, huh? Yeah, we have. Um, I've never really um, done much hip-hop, but a couple of years ago I did a hip-hop sort of track with my brother and James said recently, he said, I think that sounds really good. He said, I think we should try some more of that. So, yeah, we haven't really done anything before. That's, a, that's the first hip-hop-based song. Yeah. But we're happy with it. We're happy with it, yeah. So we just can't wait to sort of get in and start recording it and... Mm. Filling around with it and, yeah, taking bits on and getting people in to play and, and all that sort of stuff. So, But, yeah, we've got to get the songs first. So, um, But, yeah, we've got plenty of inspiration. So, you know, we've got things. a lot of half songs floating around. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Scraps of paper and, yeah, bits of melodies. But basically the, the, the more controversial, the more political, the better, I, I say. So <laughs> we, run, you know, sort of want to really go out there and, and sock it to everyone and, and tell every, everyone how it really is, you know. No mucking around and you know, sort of sidestepping the issue. You know, these are these are issues that that, that need to be confronted and that, and that need to be acknowledged and, and dealt with. And um, we feel that you know, um, by writing songs like this and and getting it out there, it, it helps to uh, to spread the message across to everyone. Definitely, and it's it's great to hear um, you being kind of upfront about that and and um, being proud to to actually have an opinion because often um, in the kind of um, you know world of of political correctness in which we live, where um, it seems like the mainstream media is allowed to be as unpolitically correct as they like, but anyone else who takes a yeah. an actual stand on something, you know, oh, it might be offensive to some people. Yeah. Well, yeah. good, yeah, we find the way that you know this country was invaded offensive, but at the same time, um, it you know it's not intended as some of the people we interviewed at Musgrove Park were saying it's not intended to make white people or non-indigenous people feel like you know oh well they all need to leave necessarily yeah. or no. you know those things yeah. it's not about that it's about like you say it's about honoring that survival um a- acknowledging the injustice that went on and not forgetting that it's not I don't feel yeah. like it is one speech that's made and then we forget about it no it's it's yeah. it's much bigger than that um it's about acknowledging that history and that injustice but then also looking forward um, so yeah, thank you that, for coming in and, and sharing your, your music and your art with us. My pleasure, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, might be time for us to wrap up. That was um, in need of sleep 
because they have a 14-month-old baby. <laughs> <laughs> Playing live in the studio with an untitled track. Um, and one other plug I would give just for Invasion Day-related um, media, which is worth checking out, is um, Fear of a Brown Planet, who you might have heard or um, seen at uh, Melbourne Fringe Comedy Festival. They kind of do some awesome um, comedy playing with um, the issues of race and, and kind of injustice in Australia and those sorts of things. Um, they have an, uh, an Invasion Day 2010 message um, kind of very sarcastically looking at um, the political kind of responses and, and things like that. So check that out on their Vimeo, um, alternative to YouTube, Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O, uh, Fear of a Brown, Brown Planet. Um, you've been listening to The Paradigm Shift. It's one o'clock. We're out of here. This is Coco at the end of the rally. Here. When we go down here, we're going to go straight the same way we always go.